1: Special guest, going to talk enterprise. It's not for everybody, but Ed is one of the smartest people I know. We're going to get him on the phone right away. Ed Sims, Bold Start, VC. We invested together in one company, Customer.com with a K. Customer support, big business. And uh, we're going to do an ad now. Yeah, sure. Knut at Knut Jensen. Were you ever a, uh, Norway, a lot of people uh, cross-country ski. I can't imagine you doing that. No, I never really like cross-country. And then you guys stop oh. and shoot stuff. <laughs> that, is that your sport? Yeah, we don't shoot people, though, so it's okay. Okay. Uh, Ed Sims, Bold Star VC, but first a message from one of our portfolio companies. This is Pay it Off. PayItOff.io. It's a venture-backed team, not just us, another venture capitalist uh, struck in L.A., building next generation of B2B repayment solutions for student debt. They built the first federal debt API that helps any fintech or financial institution address student loans within their financial services product. The average borrower saves $3,000 per year from their personalized assessment and enrollment functionality. These tools are especially helpful during COVID situation as millions of borrowers are losing part of their income or their jobs entirely. Company use the API. Companies using their API can provide immediate relief by enrolling them in income-driven repayment plans and forgiveness options. It's payitoff.io, P A Y I T O F F dot Io. Ed Sims bold start. Let's dial him. Hello? He's icing me. Hello. To ring Ed Sims.
0: How are you, man?
1: Yeah, Dave Moon knows you're on. He's pissed.
0: Why <laughs> no, does he want? Does he want to be on? In fact, he goes. Funny.
1: He Kathy. goes. You're, he goes. Ed Sims, forty. What number do I come on?
0: <laughs> Kathy, Kathy just saw Dave literally like uh, twenty minutes ago, walking around the neighborhood with our dog. So because no, he he's spreading
1: the germ. Moon doesn't care about his neighbors. He's probably close talking people still.
0: Uh, he is, man, and he lives right around the corner from me. So uh, he's he's uh, he's definitely doing that.
1: Uh, I'm pouring
0: you, myself a whiskey right now.
1: Are so. you? You're the man. Yeah. All right. So we're going to, you talk fast. I talk fast. <laughs> I want to dig into enterprise and panics. And, uh, but I want to let you talk about the world of enterprise and blockchain. Cause that's your expertise. Uh, so oh,
0: well, n- n- wait, 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 no blockchain. We're not, we, we, we oh. dropped that a long time ago. Yeah. Okay, sorry, a, a, enterprise and developer led stuff and what we're doing and whatever, man, just riff.
1: Okay. So, um, Let's give everybody a little background on you and the firm.
0: Sure. Oh, okay. We take all it live. away.
1: Oh yeah, baby. This is oh, called okay. podcasting. No, no, no. Unless you say something, you just abhor. We're just letting it run. You're not live, live. We'll we'll edit it if we have to, but it'll, it'll go up in a day or so.
2: Oh yeah.
0: So so look, um, I'm a uh, founder of Bold Start Ventures. We're based out of New York. We started in 2010. We're on Fund Four. And we like to be, I like to say, a day one partner for technical enterprise founders, which really means that uh, we love working with, you know, technical founders um, before they even start their company, pre-product. And we like to lead or co-lead those rounds. Uh, Second thing we do, being in New York, is we work very closely with a lot of the large Fortune 500 companies. I believe there's 83 of them here. So we know a lot of the IT executives, the heads of infrastructure, heads of cloud, and really try to get a beat on what they're doing and how they're doing things. Uh, so they view us as a filter for finding the next cool thing. Uh, and the third thing we do is being based in New York, we think it's a great bridge between, let's say Europe and the valley, kind of a central location and and a great customer base. So all enterprise all the time, and we love to be there super, super early. and. Glad that you and I are actually partnered on customer together, right? We call that the seaground round together back in the yeah, day, and
1: you crowded us out a little bit.
0: <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> that's the
1: word. That's the word. <laughs> I mean, that's Gary said that. I just whatever Gary says. I'm just a, I'm the- just a tweeter.
0: Yeah, we call it the seed round together, bro. Like okay. same same dollar amount. So. Do we bring it to Gary,
1: you, or you bring it to us? Obviously, it was Gary's you know, old partner, so we did. Did we uh, all just kind of end up together uh, in that one?
0: We, we we ended up together. I didn't even I didn't know Gary. Yeah, because we know, wouldn't have picked I, you I first.
1: Them. We that wasn't our first name that came to mind. I know. I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's knut <laughs> laughing at you knut's <laughs> dropping laughs on you <laughs> he's not even american so uh,
0: hopefully you'll change your mind in the future though after oh
1: that you're season. a legend the, one of the first people i read i mean you're like 11 years old and you've been writing for 30 you were negative 19 when you started your blog so you had a blog okay. that i used to read in like 05. so tell me how you got into writing and how important that is
0: uh, i'll tell you a story so uh nick denton who founded oh. Warburg? Yeah, remember that. Of you course, know but golf. I'm
1: saying I stumbled upon your blog in the olden days of 2005ish when Nick. I was reading Fred Wilson and all the VCs. You were on, you were on everybody's blog roll. Uh, yeah. What was the Nick, name of the blog? What was the name of the blog? It was, Going long? It's it, no. uh, Beyond VC. Beyond VC.
0: You're ahead yeah. of your times
1: for a Korean yeah, guy. Yeah, still there. Are you Korean? I,
0: yeah, I am. Yeah. I am half half North Korean, half South Korean. But yeah, get yeah, out I'm, of here. I'm actually. I'm actually a little worried, you know, because my, my wife, um, who's not Korean, she's she's actually, um, she's Jewish, mm-hmm. texted uh, texted me and said, hey, you know, I got this news article, FBI warrants a potential surge in hate crimes against Asian Americans and coronavirus. And I'm just hearing more and more. So definitely. Um, Are you
1: really? He's such an idiot because, you know, he's subtly right. through that China virus thing. And then he's tweeting about, oh, don't hurt Asian. I mean, it's all so subtle and weird that he does this stuff.
0: Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, so my guard's up, for sure. But, but anyway, going back to that, I am Korean, um, and I've been doing this a long time, man. I mean, Howard, I've been a VC since 1996 out of New York, uh, when I was a Backwater. No one was there. Where were you? What was the name uh, of the firm? So, so I started with a firm called Prospect Street Ventures, uh-huh. which was funded partially by the New York City Economic Development Corporation huh. to help turn New York into, they called it a high-tech hotbed. Started under Mayor David Dinkins, believe it or not, back in the day. Huh. Um, yeah, was yeah, Fred that, that, doing his
1: sting back then? Who was he working for? It was I just you Fred and Fred.
0: At, I think Fred was at Euclid Partners before Euclid. he ended up to. Yeah, man. Fred is an absolute legend, by the I way. I know, but he,
1: but, but that you've been doing he, it the he, same he, amount of time.
0: So he started Euclid, um, uh, and then he went to to start Flatiron after that, and uh, yeah. So so we, you know, we've been plowing these waters in New York for a long time. How old are you? Me, I just turned forty-nine. You're so um, young. Uh, yeah, just about last month.
1: And everybody's locked down in just outside the city.
0: Yeah, so I'm in Montclair, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and um, we started uh, locking down. I think March fourth or fifth, we started working uh, uh, remotely with the whole company, uh-huh. uh, with the whole firm, and uh, yeah, we've been on lockdown ever since.
1: And how is Montclair holding up?
0: Um, you know, it's getting worse. I think we're at over a hundred uh, coronavirus. Um, Kind of positive cases now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I had a little scare because my father-in-law was in the hospital two weeks uh. ago. He's a doc- he's a doctor at New York Hospital, and he ended up in the hospital in New Jersey. And they tested him for COVID, and it took four days for him to get a result. Wait. And in the, the, in the meantime, get the result? Nope. And it took him four days, and and then he ended up you know having surgery, and he's back uh, back home now as of yesterday. But it was it was a two week scare that really brought home the reality of the situation. Right. And I like to say, Howard, like you and I, you know, are, are older around. folks. Yeah yeah. 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 We're older folks. We joke around, but man, you know, this is unlike anything I've ever experienced. And I think it's bullshit if people say like, Hey, you know, uh, am I allowed to say bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> but, can. yeah, I think it's bullshit. You know, I, I look, I've been through a one where I've actually, you know, had to sit down and actually be interim CEO at a company and, Right. Fire people. Right. I've been interim CFO. You know, went through 04 I went through O eight, but this is different.
1: Wait a minute. 04 What was in 04 Sorry.
0: Well, it's just kind of like when the memo continuation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly from Sequoia, right? I think that was the rip good times kind of thing when that was 08 That was 08 08 Yeah, and so, so, but the thing is, is I've been through two of these before.
1: This is way different.
0: And, and the, yeah, because you know why? When you have like your father in law or your friend or your neighbor. Who is on it on you know not oxygen, but but intubated? Mm-hmm. I mean that that's scary shit. So so the first time ever we have to deal with you know kind of like you know Maslow's hierarchy, which is kind of personal needs. Like you know making sure that we're safe from our family, you know, our family's safe and we're safe. you know, and then then you start thinking about the business aspect, you know recession. And all those other kind of you know shitty words that that we're kind of experiencing right now. But uh, yeah, that's why it's different. And so I think it's bullshit when everyone says it's like, "Hey, been there, done that." Look, there's no playbook for this right now because nope. there's so much uncertainty. But but that's kind of how we're experiencing the the current situation for sure.
1: And how many portfolio companies?
0: 20. Fund three. So so we're in fund four now. Fund right. three had twenty one. Twenty one. Fund four right now. We've made eleven investments so far. You're about so far. halfway. We, Yeah. Yep. yep. We signed a term sheet like two weeks ago with a company in Germany. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so, so we're kind of moving along. Um, we, we did our obvious triage thing, but, but I think for the most part, most of the companies are in good shape because we, we learned the lesson many years ago of when dinner's being served, you eat. So, so, you know, you know, in, in terms of like funding, um, many of these companies would raise rounds, and then three months later, they would get you know tapped on the shoulder and say, "Hey, we'd love to kind of give you an up round." We did that with
1: customer, out. like we were. Everybody, exactly. like, why are you doing it? Hello, now we know,
0: dude. dude we did that three times last three time year. times last three, year, three mm-hmm. rounds last year. Robin did the same God. thing.
1: Thank God, all our big companies were just like, open the, take the money.
0: Exactly, always right? take so, the
1: money. The other thing that I've always told people, because from my stock market lesson, hey, sell when you can too. You don't have to get the top. If people are selling, you're allowed to sell as well.
0: You're a smart man. And I was going to ask you Well, it's not about smart on. man;
1: It's just about like, hello, you can't just like, like, you have to be responsible. We manage other people's money.
0: Now, you can yeah, always I, go
1: back and go, I wish I'd sold more. I mean, I understand that you got to have a strategy and it's impossible to get it right. But I don't think enough people from this last cycle, uh, too many young people, they just didn't raise enough money. I've made that mistake, of course, too. But now I know. And the second thing is, um, you know, if the founders are selling or somebody's selling, you should ask for permission as well.
0: We sound like miserly curmudgeons. but I yell at my TV now.
1: I yell, <laughs> and it's not even on. I go, oh, I can't see it. And then we go, well, it's not on. I go, oh.
0: Because it, it, it sounds great. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, was talk, I was talking to a portfolio company CEO uh, two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, someone from a well-respected firm, you mm-hmm. know, a top five firm was like, hey, you just need like 20 months of cash or 24 months of cash and uh, the founder had been through kind of several cycles before he's like he was just trying to think about where were you in 08 and mm-hmm. uh, he's like oh crap this guy was an associate back in 08 mm-hmm. so, so I feel like there's a whole class of venture investors that have only seen things up and to the right for the last 11 years it's oh, been an inc- sure. incredible freaking run incredible. incredible
1: incredible so many people tried to call the top in 15 and that was just at the beginning and um, now here we are and there were some hiccups, you know. Google Glass was like a hiccup. Hey, I have a Google Glass nut. Well, that didn't work. Uh, but other than that, it's been uh, up and to the right.
0: Yeah, and I, I like to tell some of the, the younger investors, like, look, man, this is an or, or woman, well, I this is an incredible time to learn as much as you can. Like, really, like roll up your sleeves and work with the founders, and your reputation will be built in the worst times. You know, that stays with you forever. Yeah. And, you know, I find podcasting.
1: It, just talking to my friends going, let's, let's uh, just hunker I, down and think about what's next.
0: I love it. You know, it's like, it's like, as you know, it's like, you got to approach it with empathy and not every company is the same, right? So you no. can't have a one size fits all. So you've got to really, you know, kind of dig in. And I tweeted out one day, you know, that old Clint Eastwood movie, the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. And, and do you remember that scene where Clint, um, know every scene. Yeah. Yeah. Clint goes, Hey, there, are two he was in the movie. People. I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> there, there, there are two kinds of people in this world: those with with loaded guns and those who dig. And he threw a shovel um, at the guy and says, "You dig."
1: Exactly. And,
0: yeah, and the world and needs so ditch
1: diggers too. Uh, exactly. Uh, that's so, uh, golf. Uh, oh my god, Caddyshack. The world needs Ted Knight, rest in peace. The World oh needs god. ditch one, diggers well, too. Same, same basic the, thing.
0: One of the best movies ever. But yeah, so it's like, "Hold, hey, if you want to be a real VC and kind of learn from this and really grow, then pull out your shovel." Right. And just kind of get in there and yeah. go side by side with the founders. And not enough people do that. Not enough. Of They're the too big a
1: firm. And then they forget who's got who. We're three people, no staff. You're lean as fuck. How many people are you?
0: Um, we are seven total. So
1: lean. Cause you're closing in on a couple hundred
0: million. Uh, we have, we just closed on two funds. We closed on 112 million. Oh, for fund four, uh, towards the end of the right. year, so total under on,
1: management, two hundred plus
0: all your gains. Yeah. yeah, and then we closed on forty-five million um, uh, on an opportunity fund at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we closed on about one hundred and sixty so far, uh, right. just at the end of the year. So right. yeah, well, well, well over two hundred.
1: And remember, for years I was like, oh, it's so hard, and I'm. Uh, it's never easy to raise money, and it just takes forever. You were you you battled it for ten years. How how long Boltstar been around?
0: Uh, for ten years, you know. Howard, we started with a one million dollar fund. Mm-hmm. So Elliot. Ellie and I kind of like to say that it was our pre-seed round in a way. Mm-hmm. And then our seed round. Our first was, was you know, $6
1: million. Of, So you did a $1 million fund?
0: Yeah, man. $1 million. And then we did a $10 million fund, which eventually became with a second close about 16. Uh-huh. And then fund three vintage 2015 was the first close of 20 with a target of 30. And then 18 months later, we ended up with almost 50. And then fund four was So fund four is when
1: you really started to like get appreciated.
0: Yeah, it took a long time. That yeah. was like, and so, so people big, don't ex-
1: understand this. They all think, "Oh, it's so glamorous, our business." I'm like, "Fuck!" I had so much experience, I couldn't raise six million. And then you know, off. 21 now, 45, and who knows what's next because of the world. But it's not easy.
0: I Man, think there's a lot great, of people. You've had some great investments, fintech wise, Robinhood, and a bunch of others. So um, well, we yeah, all, it's It
1: was a bull market. So now we're in this bear market. I'm calling it a bear market. Maybe the worst the world's ever seen. And because we don't know. And because yes. it's hitting all of us, we're one degree, we're within a week of probably or two weeks of one degree of separation, knowing somebody that's hurting. And, you, um, that's the thing.
0: Like I, 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 I'm, I'm one degree for many people. Uh, being here.
1: Oh, being um, in New York. Right. I'm in yeah. Phoenix. So it's like, hasn't fully grokked and they haven't, uh, they
0: haven't done lockdown yet in Phoenix.
1: Phoenix did this fake lockdown yesterday. Deucey's a Trumpster and he's loved here. I never bought into it, but um, he had an ice cream store, so now he's, he's qualified to be governor. Um, no, he had a big chain that went bankrupt. The so a dream, what, man. He's
2: the living American the dream.
1: dream. The uh, slab, marble slab uh, ice cream. But um, I like Phoenix. Because it is, no matter who it is, it's just such a big state and so much room. And it just feels like it's like the old West still, as long as you're not very urban. And so I just think it's the greatest place. I was anti-coming back, but I love it. Um, so I'm really happy that we're in Phoenix. And people are behaving in my hoods. And um, I'm just grateful um that I get this time to catch up, right? I I, I was telling I wrote a last. I was like, I'm really worried about this next class because I think there's a lot of zombies walking around 2015 oh, yeah. to 2020. First fund, small fund, oh yeah, and no cash on cash returns. And I'm not like, you know, not trying to make fun of anybody, but like, they're tidal wave. Like, you're fucked.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, this is this is an incredible time, and um, you know, I've been thinking about this. Like we. I think I tweeted out like on March 5th, like early in the morning before Sequoia sent their memo, like, hey, you know, wake up and smell the tea leaves. But um, we were working with our portfolio companies in early March, starting to think through, you know, what's next and how to kind of plan ahead. And it's been and we're still going through it, by the we're way. We're still going
1: it through it. And we're doing a second round. I think on average, our companies I haven't fully added up, but it's at least 20, if not 40 percent across the board, even companies doing great. Now, obviously, a couple people are still hiring. You know, you got a couple of companies where Robinhood, they're just still hiring because they're growing through this and Coy, like anything fintech's growing. But I would say on average, we're 15, I mean, 20 to 40% across the board cuts.
0: Uh, I, I would, okay, yeah. So from our perspective, a lot of our companies are growing so fast. Like, like you know, some of them just aren't cutting, right? Because they're going to double in size. Yeah. So, you know, it's easier to do a hiring freeze, obviously, you know, across the board. But on a revenue impact perspective, people are asking me, like, hey, what's happening with your enterprise companies and we invest mostly in infrastructure like 80% infra and 20% application and i would say that it's one of the few bright lights in the sense that it's not as uh, damaged as everything else like everything's damaged if you say it's not other than a zoom for example right. but you know i'd say we're we're down about 15 to 33% on, on know, revenue. q1 revenue yeah. q1 revenue okay yep. so that's that- that's about where we're
1: at we yeah, A lot of our companies are so young. I don't care about what they're down. I'm care about getting hey, yourself two to three years of runway and do one thing well and do overreact and survive.
0: Exactly. I and think, and then Q2, you know, we're telling everyone like assume at least 50% down because it's just going to get worse um, over the next two to three weeks. And, you know, our fearless leader just let everyone know that yesterday, but um, you know, we think that Q2 is going to be an absolute bloodbath. And then hopefully by Q3, if, People actually, you know, decide not to go party at, you know, spring break down in Daytona and whatnot, and actually take this seriously. Hopefully, we'll, you know, these start coming back, and and you know, um, people take the lockdown seriously. Hopefully, the economy will start coming back, and people can start getting jobs again. But this is this is a crazy time, man.
1: It's a crazy time. What are you doing with your kids? How are they handling
0: it? So I have a I have a, a son who turns 19 soon, and a daughter. Oh, he's already 19. He's going to be 19 soon. Oh yeah. So he, he, he is literally uh, finishing his senior year of high school uh, online. And my daughter is a junior finishing her junior year. So it's, um, and you know what? It it's funny. As recently as a couple of weeks ago, we're, we were supposed to be college. In right? Hawaii, yeah, in Hawaii for a conference, for an enterprise conference. And uh, in two weeks later, just my how quickly the world has changed. And I feel like every three days, if you're not on top of it, things keep changing and changing for the worse right now, which goes back to your point, Howard. of if you're going to make changes, do it once and do it swiftly, and yeah. go a little bit de- deeper than you need to if, if you're going to do it, right? Because yeah. it keeps getting worse.
1: Yeah, I say the fluff is gone. We're all guilty of fluff, uh, whether it's in our stock portfolio. It's just all like I remember writing about like, literally a month ago, fintech bubble. Not like not saying it's a fintech bubble, but, like questioning. Come on, people! Like there's fluff. And, uh, 30% down later, maybe sometimes 40% down later, we've hit the first leg. I think we're at like near the first leg down. Um, can't predict, but the markets are pricing in things very fast. And are you pencils down? We're not pencils down, but we're like, we're zoom up. I would call it zoom up pencils down, but are you pencils down?
0: Um, No, so I feel like we've we've really done the kind of portfolio evaluation uh, well. And luckily, a lot of our companies raise proactively, so they're mostly in good shape. And uh, we are looking at new opportunities. But, you know, to be honest with you, and we can all say that checkbook's open and business is open, but the bar is higher, right? Um, For sure. So we are evaluating new things. And it's kind of funny. I was joking with my colleague the other day, Shomik, and I just said, hey, You know, the word collaboration is like the new term AI, right? You know, everything was an AI investment three years ago, and now everything has collaboration built into it. So, (laughs) you know, you got to kind of sift through the kind of the stuff and actually really think about, you know, what is going to change for the long term? You know, what is the new normal going to be and kind of what is not going to change and keep kind of moving forward? but yeah, but I think it's bullshit if people are like, hey, business as usual, checkbooks open. I mean, look, things are taking a hit. I just I've hit.
1: been seeing a lot of big names say that. And I know they're nice people, but I don't think that's, I think this is just, come on, let's not lie. You know, Team Tam, like, what is it? Like Team Tech Tam, I love that. Like, I get it. I totally think that's still the what matters. But the bar is higher, you know. We're open for business, like, zoom up. But, like, lead with pencils are down. Don't fucking get people's expectations up. And um, like you said, when dinner is fucking being served, if we've learned one thing, you know, people used to laugh. Why are you selling Apple 260, 270? On the way up, I'm not saying I didn't go to 230. But, um, you know, when dinner's being served, that's both on the entrance and on the exit, you sometimes just got to feed the, uh, on the on the selling side, it's feed the ducks is a famous term. And on the, like you're saying, dinner is served, uh-huh. eat and um, did you ever do public markets or no?
0: I did. Believe it or not, um, I worked at JP Morgan for a few years uh, after college doing Mm -hmm. structured uh, derivatives. So I was helping build quantitative trading models. And I got a CFA uh, during that time, thinking like, do do I go into VC or do I go into hedge fund stuff? So I am, like kind of a geek around that stuff. You know, I'm a big believer in Jeremy Siegel stocks for the long run. Yeah. You know, I, so I you know, and so I bought some a week ago and, you know, I bought some a couple of days ago, just a little bit of time, right? Little nibbles, but I'm mm-hmm. a big believer that if you miss the top five days in the market, and you're not smart enough you to can't. know. You Like if
1: you're le- 20 years old or 80, I get it. But if you're not, you know, exactly. just pick a fucking strategy and be consistent. You're not going to get exactly. it. Yeah. And so you do that on the side. And then what, do you remember the first time you panicked? Because obviously you've been out on your own for so long.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely Over
1: money wanted- or a decision you made or something that was just upside down.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the first time I panicked was in was in 01 when, when the bubble hit, right? And, and I remember that we had live person. Um, oh, going man, I don't remember. Yeah. Dude, dude it, was, it was going public. I was the first kind of check in there. LPSN. LPSN. Uh, yeah, exactly. Dude, I think – I don't know what's worth now based on, in the market environment. It's actually right? had but a it,
1: comeback. It's had some great it, – It had. Yeah. And
0: Rob, Rob, Rob is still the CEO, but I remember that – Come on. I was on the pricing committee, and it was like, okay, we're going at 14 to 16 a share. Okay, we're gonna go out to twelve to fourteen. Okay, we're gonna go out to ten to twelve. Okay, we're gonna go out to eight to ten dollars a share. Yeah. So when we ended up going out at eight dollars a share right before the market completely cratered, and you might ask why'd you do it? Well, we did it because we needed the money. Yeah. Back back then, there was no cloud. And where did the stock it? go
1: to right after that? Um,
0: uh, eventually went to ten cents uh, on, on September eleventh. It Went uh-huh. to ten cents. Is that why Ten Cent
1: okay. called their name that they were started in the in the bottom?
0: Probably. <laughs> yeah. No one's asked. Yeah, i making that up. It, uh, but, I don't, I don't, so it, it went from it went 8 to,
1: bucks to $0.10, cent and it became a home run. I remember owning it, went, it four yeah, or exactly. five years ago. It was a hot stock.
0: Dude, it went to $0.10 cents a share. And you know what saved it, believe it or not? Calamity. September 11th sh- saved it. It would have gone out of business because they had, they had real estate leases for like three floors in a building, fully uh-huh. kind of baked out with infrastructure, telephones and everything. And September uh, 11th, it, and a couple of banks called them up um, and said, I need, I need those floors. That's that's what saved them. Get out of here. Yeah. But but I panicked when we we're about to go public and that was gonna be my first big win. You know, five years as the VC you get an IPO and it's like this is I'm on the board, it's so exciting. We thought we were going at sixteen dollars a share, we had Thomas Weisel partners going out, and then we're like, Oh shit, we just need the money. And then you watch this thing created to ten cents and you're like, Holy shit, right? So having that experience Did you just
1: give up and hold it at that point or did you had you sold it on the way down?
0: Um, we had actually got you know, I mean, from a distribution perspective, yeah, we got some liquidity before that. But, you know, I I'm pretty close with Rob and kind of having stayed kind of close with them through that. It was it was a scary experience and that's what saved them, right? So just surviving. I, I think people what is it in the long term? Um uh, everything's great in the long term, but in the short term, you know, if you don't survive, you know, I think in the long term we're all dead. So in the short term you've gotta survive. Like, like these companies, wherever they are, I mean, my person almost went bust out of business and I right. think it hit a high, yeah, high so. of about two, two two billion. So you've got to do whatever it takes right now to survive because if you can, I'm sure oh, that the other you, side
1: of this is magic if you have the right business model.
0: Yeah, it's gonna get rid of all the carpet baggers, the the people that don't have the fortitude, don't have the stomach, that aren't in it for the passion. I mean mm. I mean Howard, you and I both invest in mission driven founders, right? Yeah. That's like they're it's not person, the, money. the team. Exactly, and they're not in it for the money they're in it because they want to change the world and do something like whether it's Robin Hood for you that you know wants to give free Yep. stock trading for everyone, I call it right? I eToro mean, the
1: same thing, right? Even though it wasn't through our firm, it was before their firm. It was just like met the founder. He understood crypto and and forex better than anybody had ever seen. And even though it was Israel, I did it. So it's always mission driven. It's not fin, for the money, right? fin, even though it's not a big thing, it's just the founder so. By the way, I I,
0: I I love that app. Yeah, and then yeah. Brad is mission driven. Like he has a new approach. You know, yeah. the customer in kind of one view. You have guy from Sneak who wanted to. What's ship- Sneak
1: do? So let's talk about a couple of your companies.
0: Yeah, so with Sneak. Does, they're
1: magic. Okay, Sneak.
0: Yeah, yeah, Sneak is magic. So they closed a bunch of rounds last year. Um, and I think I think in the, at the end of December and January, they announced that they were worth over a billion. But they were funded at the same time as, as customer four and a half years ago.
2: Wow.
0: But Guy, Guy Pajani's big vision was that um, everyone was using open source, and developers were more and more responsible for pushing code into production. And what got lost was security. There was no time for security. And he said, "Hey, what if I built a developer-friendly way to secure to things at- as you go? Exactly. So, that's how cool. do I evaluate all the open-source modules that they're bringing in? How do I uh, let them and alert them to the dependencies and vulnerabilities? Can't believe that and didn't that-
1: exist. I, uh, okay, that's it, cool. it didn't.
0: It didn't. People will say Black Duck did something, but Black Duck was looking at it more from a What's your risk exposure from a legal perspective? This is a developer friendly approach. So, you're so, a so geek that, still. I mean, that helps you. Oh, dude, I, I'm an absolute geek. I mean, mm-hmm. I love this stuff. I mean, you know, and, and, and like, I think you're a mission driven VC because mm-hmm. to do what we do, you've got to be mission driven and passionate. And I feel mm-hmm. like we're mission driven, we just absolutely love this shit. Right, we love you love kind of the products and you,
1: you love the tech. I like the, I, I, I like the I, products, but I don't really know the tech. I assume we'd be all. I tell the founders, if you're lying to me about tech, we're all fucked. So don't lie, right? <laughs> no, like,
0: I, I love the, I love the founder journey and story. Like, yeah. why are you doing this? What is the big thing that, that's missing? And you know, for for that insight was you know, guys' insight was just as it has to be easy for developers, right? And that was the thing. And now, you know, you hear this story about security shifting left, but doesn't that make sense because? if you're building a car. Well, it's got to be built actually, in like the
1: supply chain. you got to know. Where exactly. You got to know what code you're pulling in right at the beginning. It's got to be secure. And, and,
0: and it's cheaper to fix it, right? Cheaper oh. to fix it at the beginning of the, the assembly line than it is at the end. Well, that could right? be a public so that,
1: company sneak. I already got to it, take it a could, symbol.
0: <laughs> it could be. <laughs> uh, they, they have the, it's perfect, right? So, so that would be an example. And, and I've been tweeting a lot about I've been talking to a lot of the, the, the IT execs and CIOs lately, and I was actually talking to one recently. And, you know, back and with September 11th, Um, Just from a journey of history, that the financial services companies, you know, would have a lot of their backup and redundancy, you know, kind of over, um, you know, in New York. And now they started moving everything over the river, right? You know, moving to Jersey City. That's why all those big corporations built in Jersey. And then some of them even moved them down to like down farther into New Jersey. And then you know, things like Hurricane Sandy hit, and, and you know, people thought about redundancy, and then people started thinking about how to do work from home. So they started doing you know, um, contingency plans, a lot of the bigger fortune. Oh, yeah. They have
1: contingency plan. Now that's going to be a thing, maybe COVID uh, life insurance for founders, but, it, uh,
0: it, it, exactly. So they're already done. So, so you talk to them, it's like business as usual. Hey, I yeah. just flipped the switch on 3000, 5,000, 10,000 people went remote. They're on the VPN. And, uh, and then the, and I'm like, Hey, so are you, you still investing in things? Yeah. We just accelerated our, our cloud spend. Wow. And, and so I think about what the silver lining is, because I'm sure your listeners will want to know kind of what yeah. we think about. It. And, and I've been tweeting a lot about it. I mean, at the end of the day, um, I'll use kind of the, the buzzwords, but digitization and move to the cloud is just only accelerating right now. Inning
1: two, inning three?
0: I think we're, we're still in like second or third inning right now, but it's moving faster. Right. It, it is, this is making it if you think about the nor- new normal. I don't know about you, but you know it's going to take more people, more time to travel on planes and go everywhere, right? and oh, dude. And, and work from home. Oh, right, yeah. right. So, so we like, ain't rushing they're...
1: to fly anymore. You and I.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and then because we already have is... the
1: face-to-face. Thing. I've been talking about this recently with all the guests. Is like we already have our network. People met us face to face. I feel bad for the guys just starting out. They're not going to be able to go build that network the same way.
0: Well, that that is such a deep thought. But you're right, and this, it's the same thing for founders right now raising capital because if you actually did the you like know, work. casual casual coffees over yeah, the last four helps. or five months. It definitely helps if you need that emergency around now. But you know, if you think about it, the new normal is going to be okay. Um, you know, less travel. It's going to take a long time to recover. But you know, everything's going to be more digital. And what that means is what? Well, it means building more software. It means making engineers more productive. It means keeping the lights on. So having more resilient systems. And I won't be an ass, but never up and went down a couple times yep. because of the demand there. Yep. So think about the investments in DevOps and infrastructure and keeping the lights on. So I would say that half our portfolio in fund four has already been on that kind of tilt. And with what's happened, um, you know, obviously it sucks, yeah. but... Uh, the silver lining is that there's a lot of demand for what these folks are building right now kind of new yeah. ways. For, I mean, think about this Facebook, the New York times talked about Facebook having so much demand right now. And the question they asked themselves was, okay, but how do we make sure the lights are on when yeah. 200, 200 people in DevOps are working remotely? Yeah. Like
1: I got a thousand right. calls and I was like, people, they're not trying to fuck you. This is true growth. Like this is like their thing was no one expected the volatility to hit 80, including. Morgan Stanley and Goldman and everybody. So let's just, the redundancy is at the customer level but, too. Customers Howard, need to learn. If you had all your money in wall street bets and were trading options on Robinhood, and that was the only place you could get your money. Well, you may be the idiot. It, you know, Robin hood's fault, whatever, but, then, but you may also be the idiot. Like regular people need to have their own backup plan themselves.
0: I agree. But then how did they respond? Like that was hard enough, but then how they respond when everyone was remote? Right. That, that adds another layer oh, of coordination. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I, I think there's going to be this whole new breed of software that actually has to kind of cater to that new environment where half the people are somewhere else and half the people aren't. Yeah. And it seems to me, by the way, I, I have friends that used to work in the CDC. This shit happens every 10 years. I feel like the world is so global and so interconnected right yeah. now that this is a fucking terrible time this was the and peak like,
1: moment like oh cities are great Singapore, Hong Kong uh, <laughs> look what's like happened Spanish to cities, this Hong is Kong Sp- this,
0: is, this is a Spanish flu moment for it's all of us it's a Spanish right flu now.
1: moment and, it's and like we're people, living in it we were all about like smart cities now we're about fuck smart cities give me, uh, give me Hicktown USA and uh, uh, my grocery store so these are there's a lot of big changes that you and I haven't grokked yet, but I think enterprise software. I think what you're explaining about software it just makes software and the cloud more important, which is my big takeaway talking to you. And for founders, it's like <laughs> always be close, always be raising, always be open to taking capital.
0: A- absolutely, and then build those relationships over time. And it's going to be interesting because. Um, you know, every VC firm now is going through a lot and I was joking I actually tweeted out and just said hey uh, the new kind of preemptive round is a flat round from 12 to 18 months ago yes. <laughs> because I don't know about your portfolio but aren't they getting barrage right now because you know a lot of the larger firms still have to put money to work and they're you know they're reaching out to the companies that they really liked and couldn't get into in the last round and they're trying to figure out who may need that little extra cash. And who then needs the get... extra
1: cash, but they also have, I think founders need to understand that VCs also have to go to their LPs who don't want to hear from them right now as well. So there's just that chain effect of why I say zoom up pencils down, which is like, don't, you know, keep your expectations like the world changed.
0: Yeah. Hey, can I ask you something from the yeah. first panic, panic with friends you started, mm-hmm. like the first kind of episode, I mm-hmm. mean, which is kind of incredible. 11th, maybe
1: the March, March 11th. I just had okay. the idea. Incredible.
0: Yeah. yeah. The girl of marketing foresight, like what has changed from March 11th to, uh, to April 1st? I'm mean, like, you know, in, in your mind, like, are there any questions? Like, I mean, it's been so no, rapid, I think man. I think the, did, the did
1: most important it? thing was it? how stupid I am. Like I say this all the time. People yell at Robin Hood or people yell at their cloud for being down. I mean, I'm trying to think like what would happen if Amazon and Google Azure went down the same day. Like we, you and I would be out of business almost. Like I'm trying to think of that. Like, I know that we're not going there, but you have to start thinking of that stuff. And so open source matters. But I think about how stupid I am because we saw China building a hospital. What the fuck were we thinking? That was two months ago. So assume China lies and they're still building a hospital for how many people? And we're just fucking around waiting like, oh, they lied to us? No, we had fucking footage of them building a hospital in like four days. That was the warning. So I just think about like that one picture of like a guy screaming cell And then like, it just, you know, it's like slowly, slowly. And then everybody's screaming sell. And I think we're, at, we're at a moment where like my friends that watch Fox and I have lots of them, um, we're hoax, 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 Democrat hoax, whatever. They're all fucking uh-huh. watching the same thing. And that is a bigger audience in CNN. And so to see them go from hoax to a death count on their, we're getting closer to a bottom, like that first wave of panic, right? We're close. I don't know what timing it, but you know, you go from hoax to a death count on half of people's TVs that watch TV. I mean, that's not the, that's not the top anymore. And I think we had a warning sign. The lesson is, you know, it's, it's scary that we can't, we kind of all knew we all had a chance to make money in the market because we saw the hospital being built and it took me until march 11th to do panic with friends so even though i'm ahead of the, that's just very hard is what it is
2: yeah yeah that's, i mean, I mean
1: it's, so people shouldn't beat themselves up that much but you don't continue to get warnings sometimes you just have to like reposition
0: i, I totally agree with you and the thing is is like you know, some people still hope for the v-shaped recovery hey, because hey, dummies because because they'll say that, hey, you know, this is a self-imposed kind of uh, recession because we forced everyone to come home. But the reality is, let's talk about the impact. What, I, what I've been tweeting about since like March 3rd or 4th is just the long-run impact. So once this started, if you think about it, a lot of enterprise software businesses, Howard, had like 20% from events. You know, there's Hims, there's RSA. RSA was the last big event that kind of kicked off uh, before this all kind of went down, and I was surprised they actually didn't cancel it. Um, but like then you have hims, which is a big healthcare conference and a bunch of others, you know, um, uh, the the big retail conference. Um, and so that's all gone. And so, and then for these companies that have this kind of six to nine month sales cycle, think about that. Like how do they regenerate all the leads again? You're not going (laughs) to start reaching out to people now. Yeah. Yeah. So there's going to be a longer tail effect for full year revenue because, um, but again, who gets through the other
1: side is going to have less competition for a while.
0: Exactly. That's what I'm just trying to say. just gotta kind of make it through and survive, and, and 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 you know make it through the, the desert with half a bottle of Palm Spring.
1: Got it. All right. On that note, we're gonna let you go because uh, that's enough. But at Ed Sims and uh, Bold Start for for enterp- Enterprise Bold software. Start VC.
0: Yep. At Bold Start VC. Yep. Don't waste this
1: time. We're animals, him and I. I only share deals with Ed if they're fucking because you know they got to be great. The, um, but I appreciate you taking the time. Um, and, uh, I'm glad you're all right. And, uh, we'll, we'll frothy and friends. I don't know when that will happen. It's not going to be close, but it'll be my next podcast. series. I would, I would
0: rather, I would rather be, on hopefully frothy I'm 70.
1: Friends. When that happens, I'd rather
0: be, a, I'd rather be, on wouldn't frothy we all rather so be on frothy with th- friends? But then, 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 then panic with friends. Because the one thing I always tell people is don't panic.
1: You can't panic or panic first. I tell people like, if you're going to panic, be the first guy. Like, that's what I'm saying about Fox news. I got 70 year old people saying it's bubonic plague. (laughs) Please. It's bad, but you know, turn off your TV. The, uh, but frothy with friends is next where we'll just make fun of all the things we did wrong in panic with friends.
0: I'd be happy to do that. Well, Howard, thank you for having me. Be safe out there. Hopefully they put down a full lockdown in uh, Arizona as well. Uh, finally, Florida got their, to their senses. So, Oh, uh, did they? Florida came? Yeah, they did. Yeah, finally.
1: Yeah. Well, they don't, they're they Italy 2.0, I call them. The, oh, uh, shit.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will talk to you soon on that. Awesome. PJ. See ya. See ya. Yep. Bye.
1: Legend. No one's ever heard of him in my group. But now they have Ed Sims, at Ed Sim. I think it's at Ed Sim. Bold Start BC, great enterprise investor. Been doing it for 100 years. You learn anything? Yes, I did. All right. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you soon with Panic with Friends.